Mame, 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 Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> Very appropriate. That's a that's whole vibe. That's a whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Beck Charlotte, and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. And if you would like to support this podcast, please head to patreon.com slash the ladies guide to dude cinema. This week we are reviewing the sequel to Zombieland. Yes. Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Bam bam. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was. Double, du- double tap, bam bam. Everyone knows <laughs> that is the title. Rebecca. Yes. How are you? I am fantastic. Good. Good. I'm good. Uh, I got back from Melbourne yesterday. Very late last night. Very late last night. And I'm great. I only, only nearly had one mental breakdown. Whoa. Mm. That's with, incredible. With all the Just, traveling I've been doing, it's it's gotten close. That's really good. It's gotten really I mean, close. when I learned you were getting in at 11, I had one for you. So it's incredible <laughs> you didn't even have one yourself. Thank God. Thank you so much. I would actually like to give a shout out at the top of the pod uh, to... A blessed angel on the street oh, yeah. who saved my brain from exploding. So I got into Melbourne on Monday morning mm-hmm. for work and I flew in at 6am. Uh, <sighs> don't ever do that. Guys, pay these, the extra money. All these times you're mentioning are not real times, Rebecca. I don't know <laughs> what you keep doing this for. They I, don't exist. It's stupid. This week I played completely wrong. <laughs> Fly in the night before, pay the extra money for the hotel because this okay. was... Like, I couldn't get an Uber. I, like, had to, like, walk, like, just to the main road near my house to get a taxi. At, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. 5 in the morning. Oh, dude. Like, I'm exhausted. I, like, nearly missed my flight. I did a thing where I ran through the airport, like, pushing past people in line and be like, sorry, 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 sorry. Like, awful on the plane. I was doing that thing where you're, like, half asleep, half awake, half asleep, half awake. Like, it was – and then – And you're on your way to a full day of work. On my way. (laughs) Yeah. And then I get to Melbourne and I don't have enough money to get a taxi straight to work. So I have to get the fucking Sky Bus. Fuck the Sky Bus. Fuck the Sky Bus. It doesn't help. It's you get a train. It's get a fucking train. That goes elsewhere in the city, not to one point that's not really accessible anywhere else in the city. Anyway. It's yeah. Stupid. Vale Starbus. I will say, yeah. if we have any Melbourne listeners, there was a beautiful service called Starbus. Very similar to Skybus, but in, for the same price, they dropped you directly to your hotel. And they don't exist anymore. They folded during COVID. I learned that when I was oh going out to Melbourne. And Marie, I cried. Bring back the Starbus. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Yes. Anyway, so my last leg of my four hour journey to get to work. <laughs> I had to get an Uber just from something across to the to work and with your suitcase with and my everything. suitcase Ugh. my I haven't got my makeup done my hair's in a messy bun I'm on the verge of crying I'm doing that thing where I'm like like just like being like just focus on your breathing just focus on your breathing and when you get to work you can get to the bathroom and you can just cry and that'll be okay yeah. so I order an Uber and uh, the Uber pulls up and on the side it has a sign saying Alex Bear musician. And his phone number. And I get in and it's this like big Russian guy. Okay. And I was like, I have to know the story. What is this? So I was like, are you a musician? And he's like, oh, I'm not a musician. I'm a composer. Oh. And I was like, My I'm apologies. so sorry, sir. 
do tell me more. What do you compose? <laughs> He's like, in Russia, I compose symphony orchestra. I do everything. I play every instrument you've ever heard of. I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> my God. And he was telling me how he's like a music teacher and stuff. And he... And I was like, and he's like, how's your day been? I was like, honestly, it's been awful, man. <laughs> and he's like, you know what you need? You need to listen to Boogie Wonderland. You can't be sad and listen to Boogie Wonderland. I got this man's a genius. <laughs> this 60-year-old Russian man puts on Boogie Wonderland. This, he's a big, hairy, like kind of scary looking dude. Oh my God. And he's like, and he's like, dance, boogie wonderland, just like bopping along. And I was like, he's like, look, join in, join in. Come on, boogie wonderland. I love it. It changed my life. I was like, like, love is real. Anything is possible. Did you have craziest stories from your time in Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne's a crazy right fucking city. From the medium who wanted, who thought you were a reincarnation of someone who had died <laughs> to a Russian man <laughs> making you listen to Pookie What? Uh, that city is crazy. Magical town. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Alex Bear for Great. changing my life. Not uh, a musician, a composer. A Come composer. on guys, let's fucking get it right. Yeah, he also then told me a story where he was playing at a funeral and apparently he played a song so good that everyone was happy again. And I was like, okay. What are you going to say? <laughs> so good that they came back to life. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean, really, the way your trip is tracking, it could be re- I, I would believe that someone told you that. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Boogie Wonderland. And do you recommend it if you're having a panic attack? Yes. It's a good song to snap out. A hundred percent. It really, know. disco music is the best. It's true. I was also wearing a Nirvana shirt, and he's like, this is why you're sad. You listen to bad music. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's not wrong. It's sad music. (laughs) It is. It is freaking sad. Not enough trumpets and saxophone in there. That's true. Not enough string quartets (laughs) for his liking. (laughs) Anyway, enough about me. How are you, Alexia? I'm good. I am cruising i you know finished all my festival shows had a week of just blurry fog coming down from it all and this week perked right back up and back in my body i'm feeling good yay welcome back baby yay thank you (laughs) it's so nice to be here i have a question for you what have you watched this week what do you recommend okay i watched the new chip and dale movie on disney plus and i freaking loved it great so good okay really funny i don't know it was yeah it had a. It has a lot of references in it. It's John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Like it's. Oh what? Yeah, I they do the that. voices of Chip and Dale. Oh, that's great. And it's great. It's really good. Oh fuck, I'd watch it just for that. Real- with no like history or relationship with the Chip and the Dale. Mm. I'd watch it just for their voices. Yeah. Hell yeah. Really good stuff. And they explain all of Chip and Dale. They're like, no one really knows about Chip and Dale. And they're like, correct. Thank you. <laughs> Love some exposition. Alexia, what have you watched this week? I have watched this new special on Netflix from Ricky Jip. No, no, really. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's called The Hall. Have you seen this pop up on, on your flicks? No. It's this new thing that America's doing, and I'm so surprised it hasn't been done before, but they're starting a comedy hall of fame, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They're starting a comedy hall of fame. Like of the same 
prestige. I guess so. Or they're like aiming for it to be of the same prestige and seriousness. And then they did uh, specials like an hour and they're inducting the four first inductees into the Hall of Fame. And then they've got four comedians coming out and introducing and speaking about each of them. Like it's like a tribute. And then they show like a clip package and just it's really beautiful. It's just so beautiful. I can't recommend it enough. So the inductees are Joan Rivers, Robin Williams, George Carlin, and Richard Pryor. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they did, like, in the middle of it, Jeff Ross came out and did an in memoriam. So for the people that we've lost this year, so like Bob Saget and all those guys, it was just beautiful. And I think they, they're going to do it every year and they'll have so many inductees because you got your Chris Farley's, your John Belushi's, yeah. John Candy. Like, it's, I'm so excited to see what they do next year. Oh, my God, beautiful. Yeah, like, crack, get out the tissues. It's like my partner and I are huge Robin Williams fans, like childhood grow up. Mm, I, I mean, mean, who is Fucking it? everyone. <laughs> um, but about his stand-up especially as well. And so because it's, it's only about the stand-up, they don't really, they don't show, like, movie acting stuff. And, um, oh, get the tissues. It is. And John Mulaney introduced Robin and, you know, ignoring everything that's going on with John Mulaney at the moment, he spoke about him so beautifully and so respectfully and, oh, I'll watch it again. Okay. So it's called The Hall and it's on Netflix. Fantastic. Big John Mulaney recommendation this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just, when we're going to willfully ignore what has happened in the news this week. Out of the brain. <laughs> um, great. Yeah. Um, so. So. <laughs> should we move on I to mean, the movie that has brought us here today? Y- yeah. I mean, are you ready? <gasps> Not yet. Okay. Close your eyes. Okay. Now I'm ready. <laughs> Heading down the twilight, spreading out our wings tonight. Shoving up your engine. Shoving up your engine. Highway to the danger zone. Give a railway to the danger zone. Okay, this week, guys, we are so excited because the second ever movie we did for this podcast was Top Top Gun. Gun. Mm -hmm. And now, finally, what, three and a bit years later? Yeah, and 36 years (laughs) since the first film later. The sequel has come out. The sequel has come out. And... I, okay, how did you feel going into this? What did you know about the sequel? Well, because we we didn't very much like the first Top Gun. Yes. It was funny and cheesy, but and it was our second episode, so we didn't even know who we were yet. But yeah. I, I, do, I haven't listened to it in a while, but I do remember there are a lot of things that we were like, ew, no, not a good movie. So I had very low expectations going into this. I will be honest, I was kind of even a little bit dreading it. Yeah. Because I was just like, ugh, I have no, like, emotional connection to the first movie. This is just going to be a slog similar to, like, Multiverse of Madness sequel style slog. Mm. Um, so I was very nervous. I had no idea what it was going to be about. The only things I did know is that people were saying it's really good, which was surprising me. Yeah. And then I also knew that Tom – I heard something about, like, Tom Cruise insisted that all of the actors, all of the cadets and stuff, like, actually learn how to fly planes and all of the footage is actually from inside a plane in the air. There's no CGI. Yeah. So I knew that. So I was excited to see what that was about. But – Mostly dread. How are you feeling yeah. about it? I was nervous because we'll take these off. okay, I was like, I was like, is she gonna leave on the hot? Yeah. that was very funny. <laughs> she didn't tell me she was gonna. Oh, by the way, people listening, 
Okay, well, back to each other into a clip. <laughs> oh, we didn't say, we what, didn't say what was happening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, three and a bit years. We'll get it. Sorry. We've, 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 now that we film and do the audio, yeah. it gets confusing. But Alex put on some very cool Top Gun sunglasses. Anyway, it is. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. <laughs> he doesn't know I have them. Oh, sneaky. Um, so, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> back to that. Oh, yeah. I, I I didn't know what to expect. Mm. I knew that it was shot like three years ago and they had refused to put it out over COVID. Oh, I didn't know that. And I was like, that's interesting. Ah. Uh, and I had heard that it was really good and I heard the Lady Gaga song was also really good. Mm. And I'm like, I mean, what does Lady Gaga do that isn't good? Isn't good, yeah. I mean, that's just par for the course. But I didn't know. I didn't know who was in it apart from Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, uh, yeah, about the plane mm. thing. The plane, <laughs> the plane thing. thing. The no, I mean, plane there was planes thing. in it, but I didn't know that, like it was shot like for real. Yeah. Um, and that was kind of it, right? And so we re- we really did kind of go into this blank slate. Yeah, and I was also nervous because we hated the first one like in my mind I was like oh we didn't really like it and then I went back and I listened to our episode oh you did which is a really fun re-listen <laughs> and also also 30 minutes long that's right we used to <laughs> do, do 30 episodes. minute episodes <laughs> so God, really we easy did that now we could bang out an hour and a half oh, on that ridiculous movie <laughs> easily easily um we hated it oh okay and we really hated tom cruise well yeah i have historically always hated tom cruise me too yeah, never a fan he's weird and creepy and i just never enjoyed him as an actor mm. yeah okay and uh, i do remember that we were very not into the whole romantic ambush in the toilet scene yes yeah 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 that was mm. really weird Yucky. and okay if you don't remember tom cruise uh accosts a woman at a bar with a song and then follows her into the bathroom it- as she's trying to escape him yeah he goes in there yeah. with her, and then they end up banging because that's what <laughs> happens not in the bathroom at the end of the movie yes in and a she's- very in silhouettes yeah <laughs> which was gorgeous gorgeous absolutely gorgeous also, another qualm we had with the movie was that everyone's paws were really big and paws. teeth were too big. Teeth too big, that's right. It was before, like, veneers and stuff, so, like, mm. weird big teeth, paws, and lots of sweating. I remember yes. thinking everything just looked hot all the time. Everyone, There's, like, always fans on and everyone was sweating all mm. the time. Just not a pleasing aesthetic. Yeah, like, probably real, but gross. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 80s. We didn't care about real back then. Yeah. Cool. Well, all right. Shall we jump in? Yes, please. Can we get into it? Here we go. In three, two, one. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Feel the need, the need for speed. After more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. I mean, that really doesn't give away any spoilers. That's true, no spoilers. Okay, yeah, we should say up top, huge spoilers for this movie. Yes. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch, come back. 
Because. Because. Oh, what I would recommend is if you haven't seen the first movie, watch an explainer. You don't have to watch the full thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then go watch this. Don't go into this Good cult. idea. Watch an explainer because yeah. there are they do reference a lot of things from the first movie. This movie is almost a dead set continuation. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely not a standalone sequel despite it being 36 years later. But, yeah. Rebecca, I have a question for you, mm-hmm. which I already know the answer to. Mm-hmm. Did you like this movie? I cannot begin to say how much I loved. I love this, this movie so this fucking so much. Fucking awesome! This is the coolest movie I've ever this is fucking actually seen. Actually, the coolest movie I've ever seen. Oh my god! Okay, like I, I can't believe. I can't believe that I think one of my favorite movies of all time I mean, is the sequel. <laughs> What happened? What is happening? What happened? To the world, to our brains, to oh, society. Okay, so. Everything's upside down and back to front. I was not expecting it. I was shocked. I was blown away. So I saw this movie at a 10 p.m. session. Again, it the- doesn't. that's not an existing time, Rebecca. I, time means nothing to me anymore. <laughs> I've, I've overcome it. 10 p.m. session in uh, village cinemas in the casino in Melbourne. <laughs> After a full day of shooting oh, and. My God. <laughs> writing i was exhausted i was like a like adrenaline system i thought i had nothing left nothing i thought i was a shell i hadn't eaten anything in like six hours you felt the need the need for sleep yes (laughs) (laughs) and i three minutes okay hold on i have to check my notes for Mm -hmm. because i took a moment to write this down okay three minutes into this movie i was nearly crying (laughs) With love and admiration. And it, I spent the whole, whole movie being like, why? What the fuck? Half of it was like loving this movie and half of it was being like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was a roller coaster. <laughs> Do you remember the point that you felt that what happened at the three minute mark? I just remember just the, vibe? the lights coming down and just hearing that like bell just dung. And I'm now I'm yes. getting goosebumps, just like and I was like, oh my god, I'm back, just like that. The Hans Zimmer, fucking, just touched a point on my body that was like had me vibrating mm-hmm. on another plane. When then like they played the song, they that, played the song. That's when it. That's when I was like, oh shit. I think I'm wrong about this movie. It's, yeah. Oh, I know what they're doing. This is a nostalgia film. Yeah. This is purely a nostalgia film, and I, I'm so fucking here for it. Yeah. The text, everything the same. Everything, the the shots, opening the explanation op- of Top Gun. Yes. The same. The same. And then the the, the the airplanes going into like fucking sunsets and shit, and that like misty like runway shots. Yeah, <laughs> people just running and being like pointing doing and this. like kicking, like well, not kicking, but like pulling things, and they're yep. like all doing the airplane signals. I was, it, I was so excited. With danger so zone excited. over the top. It's Kenny Loggins can get it. That man <laughs> can ruin me. <laughs> is he still alive? Should we hit I him up? I don't know if he is. Okay, well, Kenny, oh. if you're listening. Come ruin Thank back. you for your service, sir. I will give the. I also will give the warning. This episode is has explicit content in it. Yes. So if there are children listening, 
what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Send them to give your phone back to your mum. Boarding school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. okay, So immediately, I was in it. Were you in it? Just as yes, as soon as Danger Zone started, Mm. because I look. I think what I expect. I didn't realize what I expected from this until until it wasn't given to me. And I Mm. think what I expected was just the classic, we're trying to reboot an old franchise. We're going to use the same like one, twos and threes, but we're going to make it modern and make it all technological. And I was just not there. I just was like, I just don't want that. Like, I don't know. I I don't even know how to describe it. But what, as soon as Danger Zone started, I was like, okay, this is, yeah, like I said, this is a nostalgia film and I really hope that they do it well, but the fact that they're starting with Danger Zone makes me think they are going to do it well. Mm. Because I think a lot of these like long-term sequels try and pay tribute to the first movie but then reinvent themselves. Yeah. I was like, I don't think anyone wants Top Gun to reinvent itself. Mm-hmm. We're not it's not Mission Impossible. We're not expecting seven more films. Like this will be the last one I imagine. Yeah. So just pay the fan service, do a good job at it. And I, mean, I wasn't even a fan of the first one, but now I kind of want to go back and rewatch the first one because maybe I'm a fan <laughs> of it. <laughs> I'm like, maybe we were wrong. Maybe. No, no, like, no, never no. Sorry. It's in this podcast before in our life. Biggest <laughs> joke I've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. okay. So, cast, let's. I. Oh my Everyone in the office outside the studio is it's still like, here. What is happening? And I know that they can hear when we squeal because they have told us that before. There's going to be Sorry, so everyone. much squealing. I need you to. There's going to be blushing, sweating. Why do they wear jeans and a long shirt? I, I yeah, I purposely dress light for be this. Naked right now. Okay, so let's start with Mr. Tom Cruise, or as uh, the boys from Total Reboot call him. Correctly, Thomas Mapatha the Third. I think that was his full name, but we'll call him Tom. Mm -hmm. Tommy Boy, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. So historically, hated him. Yeah, never into him. He's a creep. He's a weirdo. He's a Scientologist. Don't like his acting. Never connected with him emotionally. That's out the fucking window. Oh, done with that. Oh my god, he's like my new favorite actor. He is. What, what, is hap- what has happened to a him? A gift, a gift to the institution. What has happened to him? I, look, if this is the result of Scientology, count me in. Sign me the fuck I'm up. I'm in, baby. You can take my income for the next infinite years because whatever he's doing, <laughs> distance me from my family, friends, and Absolutely. loved ones. Absolutely. <laughs> he's. Gorgeous. He's gorgeous in this and, like, had such a tight – he was so in control. Yes, but not in the normal crazy, there's not dead behind the eyes Tom Cruise way. Mm. That's why I've never really liked him. But this he was so in control, you're right, but still so emotive. And mm. he was a real person in this. Yes. For the first time that I've ever seen him mm. be a real person. He was yet human and he had like, there was pain in his eyes at time. There was anger. There was regret. There was just so much going on. I don't know as well, like his skin in this and his teeth. Whoa. The best they've ever been. And are we ready to talk about his rig? Oh, my God. No, we'll save that for later. (laughs) Because there is... Sorry, my hands are sweaty. Sorry, we're all sweaty already. <laughs> okay. Um. Um, okay, yeah. And so I've decided that 
I think older Tom Cruise is where I come in to the love for him. Yeah. I think young Tom Cruise, too arrogant, too cocky. His teeth are too big for his face. But mm. now it's like as he's gotten older, his head has grown to accommodate the size of his teeth. Mm. And he's also become like a better actor and just doesn't seem a psycho. And I think yeah. whatever he does from now on, I will watch. I will happily watch. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about just, we've said it a million times, men in their 50s, just soften. They like do. They just like yeah. calm down. Yeah. And this, I think, yeah, has really helped in this case. Definitely. And it's all because he had so much creative control over this movie. Yeah. I think like he was almost like as much of a director as it kind. It sounds Joseph like Joseph Kick Kick Joseph Kick He's oh, he's a great director. I can't remember his name. That's okay. I'm not connected to the internet. I can't find out. That's all right. His name's Joseph, though, and his last name starts with a K. There's Joseph. only so many <laughs> directors out there. Do you know what else I noticed? And this was not something I noticed. This is something my friend Claire noticed, so shout out to Claire. In this movie, I don't think they dug any ditches for his co-stars to stand in so that he looks as tall as them. Yes. Do you remember that happened in the first one? Yes. They constantly had his female co-star standing in ditches. Mm-hmm. But in this one... They let people be taller than him. He was allowed to be a short king. So often, <laughs> so often his eyeline was looking up at people. Yeah. And I was like, yes, we know he's short and, and embrace that because when he's looking, like, it just it's just so weird and I just respected that mm. for him as well. I think, yeah, because everyone was grounded. It made it, uh, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> it made it just like, yeah, natural. It felt like Normal. really authentic. Yeah. And also a sign that his ego is that's what chilling I think out it is. a bit. I think that's what it is. I think, yeah, I think it's his ego that is always mm-hmm. well, what I perceive of his ego that has turned me away from him. But I think it's mellowed. Mm. So good. All right. Um, and so if we, while we're on Tom, I've mm. just got a couple of like cool facts about the movie. Like we said before, at the insistence of Tom Cruise, there is no green screen or CGI aerial shots in the film, which this day and age where everything is CGI, like they could have, easily done this all just right. in a studio. I think that was like such an appeal of the movie oh too because I never like for so long on screen everything has been CGI'd and seeing this all of this action happen in real time <sighs> genuinely in the words of Berlin took my breath away. <laughs> like I thought you meant the wall. The you. wall. <laughs> <laughs> I will fall down. Well, yeah, I mean, the Germans have taken multiple breaths away, but we don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> a couple of million. <sighs> um, but, like, genuinely, I think that's what spiked my adrenaline is, like, genuinely the realness of it. Yeah. And there's no, like, feeling like the actors are, Acting. Yeah. A lot of the reactions in this to the being in the place was real. And, like, it, you can tell it's real. I think even if I didn't know this fact going into it, I would have just been like, whoa, they're acting the fuck out of this. Because it's not just like, oh, we're looking around at the sky that we're really in. Mm. It's like whenever they make a turn, they're actually, like, being thrown to one side. They're trying – you can tell they're, they're straining their muscles yeah. to keep upright and stuff. And it just adds so much adrenaline and stakes to – the scenes in the planes mm. when you know that they're actually probably about to vomit soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and that was because of Thomas. Yes. Uh, such a good call. My God. Such. I hope that this sparks like mm. a Maybe resurgence. Maybe he hopes. Yeah. Maybe he's like mourning the loss, the death of IRL kind of cinema. Mm. 
So this was meant this meant that much of the cast had to undergo extensive G-force training sessions to withstand the physical demands of the G-force pressures during flights. The actors playing pilots not only had to film themselves yes. in the planes, turning the camera on and off, they also had to touch up their own makeup, adjust their lighting, and handle their own sound. Yeah. And then the director had to wait on the ground for hours sometimes for the actors to come back with the footage. And then adjustments would be made after viewing the footage, and the actors would have to like go back up and do pictures cups and take do other takes in wild you can see footage of it i was looking at it all this morning <gasps> really like you can see footage online of them like setting up and how they filmed it and everything and it was like i yeah i had full oh, <laughs> i was doing my makeup and i was like watching the video and skip came in he's like why do you have a billion goosebumps and i was like <laughs> this movie this freaking movie it's just this will the fa- that fact alone will make this movie go down in history, mm. in cinematic history, I reckon. I'm going to sure. be a dude about this movie for forever. Yeah. I'm going to be the dude about I'm going to make people watch it <laughs> be like, can't believe you haven't seen this fucking movie. You have to watch it. And then I'm going to mm. pepper facts at them yeah. all the way throughout. <laughs> so Luke hasn't seen it, so I'm very excited for when he wants to see it. Oh, my God. I literally i am going with Skip, I think, <laughs> in two days from now to go watch it again. No Come joke. On. Claire and I were saying to each other last night, like, if our partners want to see it, we actually will probably go see it again. Yes. And I can't remember the last time I said that about a new movie, that what? I'd happily pay money to go see it again. Mm. I don't think I've ever said that about it. This movie. movie made me feel alive for the first time in my whole life. <laughs> First time since Titanic, I felt alive in the cinema. <laughs> and says so, uh, Tom Cruise personally, just if we could talk more about yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom yeah, Cruise yeah. personally designed a three-month aviation course for the new actors to become ready to handle riding in an F-18. The World War II P-51 Mustang scene in this movie is actually Tom Cruise's own airplane. Fuck yeah. Him being an accomplished pilot in real life. And according to Miles Teller, three of the six new actors threw up every day of filming in the Jets. Oh, my God. But, like, fuck, as if I'd be like, I'm happy to spew. This is an incredible experience. Yeah. Nothing will ever come close to this in my career. Yeah. I mean, that's why he's, like, he's still good at, like, obsessed with planes and all this shit. Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, Top Gun changed my fucking life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Do we have more about Tom or do we want to move on? I'm ready to move on. Okay. To who? I don't know. Who do you want to move on to? Um, I mean, probably Ed mm-hmm. Harris. That's probably who you want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So he plays a little cameo in this, yeah. <laughs> an authority figure, as always. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Miles Teller. <laughs> At least we don't have, we don't have, like, I don't know. I, I, oh, okay. I, I, I've probably got one or two things to say about Miles Teller in this movie. About, oh. I don't know. I don't probably think anyone. Do you want to have a thing? I don't think anyone. Anyone. <laughs> oh my God. Let me, Miles, tell you how much that man made me horny. Fuck. Fuck. He can. Uh, he can whip my lash. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds disgusting. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I, Who is he? I am so this man? glad I saw this movie alone. Ah, uh, because yes, I do not. This is not a date movie. <laughs> this is not a date movie. <laughs> this is. I was so glad that Skip wasn't there mm-hmm. because I was sweating. <laughs> I was nervous. At one point, I Sanding like. Myself? I put. I had a mask on my chin. I put it up to cover how much I was blushing. 
in the dark because this man is so sexy. Oh, my God. I mean, like, I knew he was attractive. The only other thing I've seen him in is was Whiplash, and he was very attractive in that. Yeah. But he has <laughs> glowed up and then some. The, okay. He, he grew up. He grew the fuck up. And out. And out. So he was fine. He bulked up crazy <sighs> for this. Yeah. He was thick. A thick boy. He's a thick boy. I love a thick boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was he was he was tanned as hell. He also had like blonde in his hair. Oh yeah. Which like I none of it if you had told me that he was like tan, bogged and blonde in this movie, I would have been like, no way does he look good. Are you yeah, I, I just don't believe that. Are you describing Val Kilmer in the first one? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely not Miles Teller. And then okay, and then the mustache. He had the like an old Timey pervert's moustache. Yes. And I wanted to sit on that fucking thing. Get that thing over here right now. Thing. Oh my God. Can I tell you, when he was sitting at that piano, that should, they should just chapter that and like R, make that R rated. Just that one scene. That was my re sexual awakening. Yeah. I, just, oh. <laughs> Sorry for all the sounds that are coming out of my mouth. I I don't I don't I don't I don't know what they did. I don't know what witchcraft. It's the Tom Cruise. He's probably a Scientologist, and whatever right? Tom Cruise has done, Mal Teller has done as well, because they have both glowed up so fucking hard. This is cr- like literally after the movie. My search history was Mal Teller age, Miles Teller height, Miles Teller wife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are the answers? What are the, well, he is, I think, he's six foot. That's, I get it. Thank you. He's 35 years old and he's- Oh, my God, that's my age. Oh, my God. That'd be too old for him. That's fine. He's in Hollywood. I get it. Uh, and he's recently married. Well, that's rude. I know, but she's so, she seems lovely. Good I bet she her. is because he she, seems lovely too. She better be. Because he's like an actual actor. Yeah. Like, this is, uh, my friend and I were talking about this as well. Like we're really – I love that they cast Miles Teller in this role mm. because they easily could have gone with some dumb, beautiful boy actor like mm. a Channing Tatum. I know a Chris he's not Hemsworth. Actually, yeah, I know yeah. they're not actually dumb, but that's the kind of vibe that they give on screen, right? Big, dumb, beautiful idiot. Mm. They easily could have gone with anyone like that. like that, I, And I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. But instead they choose this guy who's an actual, like I think he won an Oscar and stuff. He's an actual yeah. real-life actor who gives a shit about the craft. And he's stunning as well now? He, yeah, he was on Rude. another level of sexy. I can't. I can't. I d- rarely have I been, like, flustered over... An actor like I this makes me like this compared to how attracted I was mm-hmm. to Robert Patrick yeah <laughs> means nothing to me Robert who a blip on T- my radar T1000 who <laughs> whom yeah <laughs> <clears throat> are you okay yeah. <laughs> sorry I need to take a sip of water I think I'm genuinely sweating <laughs> Do we, need, do we need to take a break? No. My friend Claire's just messaging me links about the movie <laughs> right now. Yes. <laughs> to YouTube videos. 
Oh my <gasps> god! I okay. So that's what we, and he was great in this as well. In oh the yeah, acting. yeah, excellent, great actor. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> so when he was doing the two hundred push-ups. Oh, oh my god! Forgot about that. Jesus Christ! It was the great balls of fire at the at the piano for me. So. Oh. So when he walked, also like even just him like walk, getting out of the car and walking when up he to walked, the bar, it was that for me. When uh, he blinked for me, yeah. <laughs> There's something about the like he had like the glasses hanging off, and you could see like his massive Adam apple. I don't know why <laughs> I was like, "That's a big Adam's apple." That's a- you went primal, uh, in yeah. This attraction, yeah. I, I get was it. animalistic. Yeah, I get it. Like I think I'm like if they. If the lights went up at the end of the movie and I saw that he was standing at the back of the cinema, I would have probably committed a crime. <laughs> we don't know which I, one. I don't know which something one. Something would have happened. But it's uh, it's one th- that <laughs> it's a sexual Stole crime. His wallet. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, I my ears are hot. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy! This is crazy. Like this movie understood the female gaze. In okay, can oh. we talk about that stuff? Let's yeah. talk about yeah, because this is something I really like. If we just if we want to just like calm ourselves down, like, yeah, we get, need we need to breathe more, up. Like technical stuff. Um, <laughs> you, that's exactly it. I didn't have those words, but you have described it perfectly. This movie was made for the female gaze, mm. not the male gaze. Mm-mm. Whereas the first one. It was all about dude boners. It was do- about dude boners and it was about hooking up with the girl, the woman and all this mm. stuff. But I loved that in this movie there was a little romantic storyline, mm. but stakes were never too high. Nothing yeah. was crazy about it. It was just sweet. And then that's it. There was no other romantic storylines among mm. the cadets, which I really appreciated. Yeah. There was a one female flyer, one female pilot. She was purely a pilot. She wasn't a set piece in a romance or people weren't trying to hook up with her or sexualizing her. The whole movie mm. was for the girls. It was for the girls. And I, I love that. So much. That is a huge part of why I love this movie. It's just I love that nothing was too caught up in any kind of romantic entanglement. It was purely for the nostalgia of the planes and the Tom. Yeah. And the little romantic line was just a nice little reprieve. Yeah, yeah. From all the action. Yes, it was. You're right. It was a break from the action. It wasn't more drama. Mm. There was nothing dramatic about it. There was like a little moment for a literal split second at the very end. Yeah. Where he thought she might have left. But not just it. Resolved. It's good. And also, he was made for me. They, I think they, I swear to God, they listened to our first Top Gun episode. Maybe they did. Because when he, when Tom Cruise goes into the bar to see Jennifer Connolly, who's the barkeep, Mm. uh, and he's like, he doesn't, like, he just like gives her a compliment when she doesn't want it. Yep. And she's like, that's disrespectful. And I was like, that's different. What? That is different from the first movie. Very different from, I think they've learned mm. since the first movie. I think they and they're like, can't <laughs> I didn't even think of that. It's literally at a bar as well. Yeah. They make, they're, they're apologizing for that scene. Yeah. By doing this. Fucking. And I'm here. I respect that. I am here for that. Yeah. <sighs> so uh, Jennifer Connelly. 
incredible. Yes. So stunning, so beautiful. It's gorgeous. I do feel a little weird about their age gap because I'm fa- I'm fairly sure she's like 15 or so yes. years younger. Then. I did read that uh, in the original Top Gun 1986. So her character, I, I did you figure out who she was? No, I was trying to think of that the whole time. Yeah. I was like, they're really throwing back to her and I have no memory of really who she is. You really have to intricately know the first movie. But then at the same time, I didn't mind that I didn't know her backstory. I'm like, yeah. no, we don't need to waste time on that because this isn't uh, a big plot point. Yeah. It's just a nice, re- like you said, reprieve. I don't need to mm. learn their entire history. Yeah. Get back to Miles Teller. Thomas, I haven't seen Miles in a few minutes. Sorry, Jennifer, but you understand. Um, so her character is actually referenced by Goose in the original as being the daughter of an admiral that Maverick had dated. So they ha- that's oh. so her dad's an admiral, and then her and Maverick briefly dated previous right. to the first movie. But as of the nineteen eighty six version, Connolly was a minor, aged sixteen. Uh, Connolly is eight years younger than Tom Cruise. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. But uh, it just doesn't, if you were to actually logistically figure it out, you'd be like, (laughs) oh. Yeah. Anyway, I love that her character was kind of in control of their relationship and he was the one that was kind of just like going by whatever her rules were. Yeah. As opposed to the other way around, like in the first movie. Yeah. And like right at the end when they're on the boat and she's teaching him how to sail a yacht Mm. and there's this beautiful moment where he, she's like, come on, come up, you can hold the wheel. Yeah. And he's like, wee. He's holding it and she's behind him. But normally the genders are reversed in that, Mm. a la Titanic or whatever. You know, usually it's a dude standing behind a woman showing her how to do something. Yeah. Instead of the other way around. So beautiful. Tick, tick, tick. Tick, boom. Hey. Oh, wait, that's not. (laughs) Never mind. No. I thought it was like, I was like, tick, tick, boom, the movie that Miles Teller's in. And I was like, that is Andrew Garfield. That is a different. A different young man. No, no, tick, tick, boom, my pussy. Hey. Did throughout this movie. Um, All right. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, John Hamm was John in this film. John Hamm is in this. <laughs> Playing a very serious character. Yeah. When I saw him build, I assumed he was the comic relief. Yeah, no, no, no. He's a meanie poo bum man. <laughs> He's a what? Meanie poo bum man. Of course, of course. Did you like him? I liked him, yeah. He wasn't in it as much as I thought mm. he would be, mm. uh, but he was He was good. He was very good being serious. Yeah. Like, he was John Hamm. He's a little bit hot, a little bit serious. Love it. He's got a little bit of salt and pepper now, which I'm not yeah. complaining about at all. Because when he came in, I assumed, okay, he's the evil guy. He's the one that we hate. He's the one that's going to, like, throw up all of the obstacles in the storyline and stuff. And he kind of did a little bit, but then not really. Oh, my mm. God, the stakes. Even though the stakes were literal life and death at times, yeah. they really never felt, felt too high. It felt so in control. Yeah, yes. Competence porn. Competence. Big time. The real the only real enemy in the film is the mission that they're trying to accomplish Mm. because that could kill them. Yeah. So much people, but the mission. Yes. Which I loved because they went into such detail explaining what needed to be done and showing it visually. I was like, yes, I can be on board with this. I can love this movie now yeah, because I know exactly what the goal is and I will know if it is not achieved or achieved. In the moment too. Yeah. I, I will know in the moment where normally with these big action films where heaps is happening, 
I kind of like switch off during the action and just wait for the exposition afterwards to find out what happened. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just like, I can't follow it. It's too quick. Everything's moving and I don't care enough. But I, I cared so much in this. And mm. you're right, they explained it so well, but not patronizingly at all. Like they explained it perfectly. And during the actual mission, as they were hitting all the – Miracle one, miracle mm. two. I literally fist was fist yes. pumping in the cinema. Oh my god! I was doing fist pumping. I'm a fist pump in a cinema <laughs> in years. Can we talk about Glenn Powell? Who is the? He plays um, the other guy. Oh my god! Ba- not Bagman, Hangman. No, Hangman. Hangman. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm- I've never seen him before. I have. Oh. And I got so excited when I saw his name come up. I was like, Glenn Powell. Glenn, why do I know the name? I know Glenn Powell. He is. Uh, he plays a character called Chad Radwell mm-hmm. in Scream Queens. And oh. he is a fantastic comedic actor. Really? Like, he was an absolute, like, scene stealer in it. He plays this, like, arrogant jock. Like, it's a very campy, satirical horror movie. Not what is it? Like, a slasher. Oh, wow. And he's so funny in it. And, like, me and Skip, like, regularly just sit around and quote him or, like, talk about Chad Radwell. And oh to God. see him go from, like, a little, like, supporting role in a limited series... Mm. To, uh, like, a, he's, like, a main cast member in a huge blockbuster. Yeah. He is amazing and he's going to do so many more amazing things after this. I'm obsessed with Glenn I Powell. Mean, it doesn't hurt that he's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. But to have range as well? Mm. Rude. And even, like, even though he was, like, being a complete dick, I was like, He's still sexy. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there was still, like, I know that they turned it around for him in the end, but even when he was still being a dick, there was still a bit of, like, humanity to it. Yeah. And I was like, but I see why you're being a dick. It's yeah. all about egos. This is, like, your whole life has been in this train, in this in this industry. <laughs> the industry <laughs> of the Navy <laughs> has been, you've been primed to only have a big ego. Like, that's what you sh- you have to have. Yeah. Um so it's a bit like but I don't, I don't really mind that you're a dick. Mm. I get it. Also, it's interesting that he was kind of playing the role that Maverick was in the first movie yeah. and Miles Teller was playing the role of Iceman, Iceman. more of being like I'm going to go safe, I'm going to do the right thing. Interesting. I'm going to go by the book. Mm. And now the villainous time which how is that was our main criticism of mm. the first movie was like the arrogant fuckhead who's putting everyone in danger should be the villain. Yes. Okay, they definitely they listened definitely to listened. our podcast. What the fuck? You're welcome. Because you Tom know what? We, we released that early 2019 and they started, they were shooting this in 2019. Yeah. So, so the pre production for this obviously was very quickly. Was just listening to Dude Cinema <laughs> yeah. episode two. And they're like, all right, we're ready to shoot. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think there was excellent exposition throughout the movie, mm. which, again, I very much appreciate. And there were so many things going on within the plot, mm. but they did such a great way of like bringing you along with everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, even and always it- bringing it back to the main thing at hand so you don't get too lost. Yeah. yeah. And the whole like uh, relationship between Tom Cruise and Rooster. 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 Yes, yeah. Rooster, who's Miles Teller's character, because Rooster is Goose's son. Mm. So cute. Do you know, Poor actually, Rooster. I read that they got to choose their own call signs. They did? So he chose Rooster because it's in the family of Goose. That's, That's Miles so Teller did that. Oh, my God. Stop it. I don't need another I'm reason. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, their whole, like, relationship 
yeah. was really well played out. And I'm like, I don't know if you would need to see the first movie to – Oh, yeah. Like it could be a good reveal mm. if you haven't. True. Well, I was – the only thing I was confused, I didn't – did Did you learn earlier than when they blatantly said it that the reason Rooster was so angry at Tom is because he pulled him out of mm. school? I thought he was just angry this whole time because – he, st- he thinks he killed his dad. Yeah. But it wasn't until like halfway through I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Okay, so he's mad because he pulled him out of school. That makes more sense. So even that I was like, thank you for that. Now I can yeah. now I can join Rooster in my anger towards Tom. Yeah. Just, like, amazing I, storytelling. Because I reckon if it had been like, because you killed my father, mm. too easy. Yeah, exactly. Like, Which is was what just- I, that's the kind of shit I expected from this. I expected mm. it to just be like, shit. <laughs> I just yeah. really did. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They had incredible, like, Oscar-worthy writing on board. Mm. All right. Next cast member. Okay. The Planes. Okay. Gorgeous. I I love Planes now. Uh, sure. God, this movie reminded me. We forget so easily that Planes are amazing. We do. We do forget that. Like, Planes, it's crazy that we can, like, just go. I've been on two planes this week. Mm. The uh, admiration I had from Monday's flight to last night's flight. Very different. So different. I was in <laughs> awe. I was looking out the window the whole time. I was glued, just being like, I can't believe you we're in the air. as you landed. Yeah. You're one of those now. <laughs> I think I leant over when I was leaving the plane. I was like, great job, everyone. <laughs> like a psycho. No, 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 you guys. I just saw Top Gun, so I get yeah. it. So you guys know, <laughs> <Yeah>. obviously. <laughs> you watch that for training. <laughs> To be virgin stewardesses. <laughs> oh, um, what was your favorite plane stunt? I loved seeing them come up really like over the mountain and then Oh, the flip down. down yeah. I was convinced I was like, that can't be real. That yeah. has to be CGI. It's, it's real. real. The fact that they're real as well just makes it's it even so fucking cooler. Nuts. Just every oh, the moment, oh, so much fist pumping. <laughs> the moment when Tom is when they're like, "You're off the case," and I'm taking over the training, and he's like, yeah. uh-uh-uh, "I'm gonna go steal a jet and yeah. show you how it's done." <laughs> and then he does he it. Does it? And in that moment, like they could have made John Hamm's character be like, "Absolutely, fuck this," and you know, like normal, like eighties kind of mm. authority guy. And but instead, what they did was what probably would really happen. I don't know, but I hope it is. He appreciated it, and he begrudgingly had to respect Tom Cruise for it, yeah. as opposed to still being the antithetical kind of character to Tom. Like he was just more on board then, and like it's just ha- nice and happy and i love it but yeah any any of the stunts were cool they were so good that shot as well where like the dust curls came up oh. under the plane yeah. so i i i don't think i've seen anything more visually beautiful in my life yeah yeah what was your favorite stunt uh oh the one where he like flew up between the two planes oh, oh my god my heart stopped like i had to like going I was like this this is crazy I went from being like animalistically horny Mm -hmm. to the most like like feeling like I could lift up a bus adrenaline wise like this is so much and it was so cool yeah everything was just so So cool cool. I don't think I've seen in a dumb lame way yeah I don't think I've seen a movie this cool ever since like John Wick was cool um, this is cooler than John Wick. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I see that. 
This is I. There's no guns in this, and the, the shoot 'em up type of action yeah. scenes. It's all planes. I really like that there was no guns in this. Yeah, there was no hand to hand combat. I mean, there was combat. Like missiles. Sure. Like, oh, how cool is it when like a missile will come and then they drop the things and blow up the missile? Oh. So cool. I feel like there was more of the actual fighting in this one than the first one. I don't remember that much. Yeah. Combat with the other planes, but. Mm. Well, because I think like they were they were only doing testing and trials like they in that first one. Yeah, I yeah. don't think there was any. Well, there was no mission. Yeah. Was there. See, like that feels better too. There's a there's a goal for the movie, and we know mm. when the goal is coming, so we know when the movie's finishing. I love it. Love mm. the structure. So good, and I also loved as well that like you thought it was about to end, and then there was mm. like the planes get shot down, and they have to rescue each other. Like, and so many funny moments. That were actually funny and not lame, trying to, not comedy movie, trying to be funny, funny. Mm. This this cinema was loving it. Yeah. I had, Claire and I are at the end of the row of what I imagine were just 20, 60 year olds. (laughs) And they were cracking up every time a little funny line was said. But I was I was laughing too. Mm. Like this is actual funny shit. Like when Miles Taylor comes back for Tom, and then they're like, he's like, "What are you doing here, man?" He's like, "I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> in the snow and stuff. She's like, <laughs> "So real, so funny." Yeah, he's like, "You told me to not think." Yes, and he's like, "Oh yeah, sorry." <laughs> so I like that it wasn't all like fast talking, like knowing what yeah. to say. He's yeah. like, "There was a oh, duh moment." That's great. Yeah. Such good writing. One last cast member before we wrap up. Mm. Mr. Val Kilmer. Yes. There's only two people from the original film that come back, and it's Val Kilmer mm. and Tom Cruise. But he's only in it for a cameo because he's very ill. Yes. Um, I didn't think he would actually come back. I yeah. thought that they would just not have his character in this. Mm. What did you think of Val? I It was a little hard seeing him on screen like that. Yeah. It, it was a little heartbreaking, but I think it is really great that they did bring him back and it was like a nice moment it was yeah they had a beautiful moment together Mm. yeah and it wasn't necessary for the storyline or anything Mm. like for him to be there like the discussion that they have while he's typing and stuff is just more like that's very 80 cheesy like you can do it yeah that kind of stuff there's no actual like i'm like give him some actual advice that would help like okay you need to talk to this guy give this guy a call but instead it was just like believe in yourself yeah That was nice. Um, what I would like to say, my favorite thing about this out of everything is that the football scene. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. Okay. When the football scene came on, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I was just so excited and there was such a good vibe in the cinema that I started clapping <laughs> just to see what would happen. And everyone joined in. <laughs> For a split you second. started it. Oh, my God. I just started God. clapping because I'm like, this is what we're all here for, guys. We all know this. And people started clapping with me. It was the most power I've ever felt in my life. What do um, you think? I, I loved it. Again, I was the horniest I think I've ever been in my whole yeah, life. Yeah, just take all of the horn from the beginning of the episode and apply it here times 10 because this is a beautiful scene. This, yes, yeah, soft lighting, yeah. warm lighting. Mm. like it just On a beach it, again. It's muscles. I... I, yeah, I was, um, the. sorry, I'm losing my words. <laughs> I was immediately mad though afterwards because I couldn't rewind it to watch it again. 
I was like, no, make it go for longer. <laughs> Come on. Doing? Maybe there'll be an after credit scene of just yeah. all of the outtakes. <laughs> That's an after credit scene oh I would wait for. God, yes, please. It's just, ugh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful film. Beautiful, beautiful film. Um, but, yeah, this is the, vi- the vibe, this overall vibe this movie gave me was 80s cheesy movie but done well. Yeah. I usually hate an 80s movie. I usually don't like things that have made pre, like, 85 but this, I'm like, I loved the cheesiness of this because it still kept the elements of cheesy from the first, but it wasn't mm. gross or lame. I don't know how they managed to do it, but like magic. Yeah. They just, they balanced everything perfectly. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think this is one, like, one of the best movies I've ever seen. I laughed. I cried. Mm. I was horny. <laughs> The three main three emotions. Main emotions you want to feel in the cinema. <laughs> well, we do have to wrap up, but if we've got more to say, maybe jump over onto our Patreon episode. We yeah, might just we'll probably keep talking revisit. about it over there. Um, I do have some questions for you. Yeah? Before we wrap up. What are they? All right, now think long and hard about this one. Okay. I really want you to consider your answer. Mm-hmm. Did this movie make you honey? Like, nothing has ever made me horny before. I feel like I was a virgin. I think this movie retook my virginity. That's how horny it made me. I completely agree. (laughs) I became the Mother Mary for two minutes and then back to Alex. (laughs) You were like, did the Lord impregnate me during... Because I think that's what Mary went through. That's that's the Immaculate Conception. Mary just watched Top Gun. Would you recommend this movie on a date? I would say no. <laughs> See this movie alone, bring like unless a disguise. You are not attracted to, unless no one in your date is attracted to men, yeah. <laughs> then fine. Great movie to watch. Very yeah. fun. But Girls if anyone out. is tra- attracted to men in your couple, this mm. is not the movie. No, yeah. But also, um, yes, because yes. it's really fun. Like, yeah. I'm really excited to watch this with Luke. Same. Ratings. Okay. How many... Great balls of fire. <laughs> Out of five, do you give this movie? Ten. I give it ten as well. Yay! And that was Top Gun 2 Maverick. You guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us next week when we do... Uh, we yeah, go back to different. the 80s. Uh, we watch a little movie as requested by you guys called Highlander. <laughs> if you want to keep up with us and movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to dude cinema at gmail.com. And if you would like to support the podcast in any way possible, you can one, leave us a five star review uh, and let us know what movie a dude has told you to see and we will review it for you. We have our Patreon, which has a ton of bonus content, including extra episodes. Episodes. Uh, we do movie trivia game shows on there. Oh, yeah. Really, really fun. We're about to do Zombieland 2 this week, uh, so get on over. And as always, we have merch at dudecinemapod.com. Woo! All right. Alexia. Yes, my love. Finally. Mm-hmm. Akumite to you. I, all, I, all I can say is Akumite to you, yours, and Miles Teller. And Miles Teller. <laughs> Shout out if you are listening. <laughs> To the danger zone. Wait, wait, wait. Right into the danger zone.